folks welcome to the podcast where yeah we get our signals crossed but our swords always are it's the crossing swords podcast episode three sponsored by outlet liquor your place to buy a case make it happen whether it's tonight on game night for the sabers or coming this weekend any weekend the rest of 2023 outlet liquor your place to buy a case but we're talking tonight about the struggling sabers we are just over just under 30 minutes till game time so let's get our panel in here you know him you love him gatesy and of course, he might not have 36-inch pythons, but his talk goes a long way on the Sabres timeline. You know him. You might love him. You might hate him, but you hate to love him. Dwayne O'Mania. Dwayne O, how are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, not too bad. Um, just getting ready for more misery, hopefully. I don't know. I don't really know what to call it at this point. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. Hey, I, 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 I feel you. Back in the lineup. That's, a, that's a positive. Yeah, so let's get into it right away. I want the vibe check, and I want it from you first, Dwayne, because it seems like you're kind of slipping into, you know, this this might not be all it was made out to be. Not not all the way there, but but you're 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 the, way closer to there than you thought you'd be a couple games in. I told myself I'd give myself. I reserved judgment till we were ten games in, till I really kind of like, you know, because we've seen this team off the really hot stars and completely spiral out of control. Um, so for them to start off slow, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, the season's over. Like a lot of fans have, but there are things that I've seen that have really driven me nuts. Um, like a lack of structure, um, like lack of consistency with structure. Um, you go from a top three scoring team last year and you haven't even scored. You haven't, you've, you've yet to score more than three goals and three goals in a single game in six games so far. I mean, Ty H. Thompson has one point on the season. Alex Tuck has one point on the season. I, 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 there aren't really many bright spots offensively with this team right now. And now we're six games in and we're getting ready to start our third goaltender. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you I pretty much hit the nail on the head, Dwayne. It's been lackluster, but I'm going to try to find a good spin zone here. We talked about it before the season started that, you know, this team started off hot the past how many That's years? That's my spin zone. Don't be stealing spin zone. Oh, fine. Go back. Check the records. <laughs> I, I got dibs on this spin zone first. I, I've got it. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to keep telling myself, this is all just a master plan by this whole Sabres team. You know, their veteran players are the ones dropping the ball right now. That's got to be the only reason why this is happening because it's just frustrating to look at. I mean, they're two wins this year. Like Dwayne said, they've scored – three or less goals. I think last year off the top of my head, I, I feel like they had that number the whole season where they won a game with three or less goals. I, there's a bright spot there that they've won a couple of games like that. But once that offense does click, hopefully, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. It's We cannot go 82 games like this. I, I, I don't know how the city of Buffalo can survive at that rate. It, something's going to click. The offense is going to find its groove. It's just hopefully getting through these dog days now so we don't have to get through them later once our expectations are even higher. I'm, that's that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I need to happen. Just going to keep pushing that until the end of time. Yeah, I think all Sabres fans are hoping these are the dog days for sure. Again, or else it's going to be a long, long season. I, I think the only spin zone, yeah, is is exactly like you said, Gatesy. You know, they've started strong in the past and then faltered off. So, you know, if they start slow, who says they can't pick up momentum along the way? And truly, if they were going to be losing games early, 
Would you rather have them look like they do right now where you know your stars are struggling and you're pretty confident they could turn the corner in Alex Tucker, Tate Thompson, or would you rather have them losing six, five games like they were last year, six, four or five, four? I think I can, I think I'll take the defensive improvement over the longevity of an NHL season, but I think we're all still fairly confident about Tage despite his early struggles. I think he's picking up momentum as far as the, uh, you know, shots go. And I think that the chart people say that, you know, he's got some underlying numbers there that are indicating the goals will be right behind it. So I'm excited about that. But the one question I think that everyone's asking is where the tuck is Alex. This guy, I mean, he's stole our hearts. Not only is he a handsome, you know, young man, but he was filling the score sheet each and every night. He was being everything you'd want in a saber. And truthfully, kudos to him. He's at least thrown some, some hands early this season to do something to get in the score sheet. But it seems like he's struggling early. Dwayne, what are you seeing there? Uh, do you think it's going to be something you turn the corner on? Is it an injury? Like maybe people are kind of, I think people are almost hoping for some kind of an injury at this point. So, um, that it is uh, an injury. We talked about it last night on I'll hang up and listen. Uh, Earl's really got, you know, got after, uh, talk quite a bit. Um, and you literally so he's not the same player. And there was a comment and I'm looking for it right now. Um, from, uh, James Finch, uh, with, uh, he's an analyst at AFP analyt, uh, analytics. Um, and there's a new way of tracking players, not like, not like analytics per se, but like speed, like their speed on the ice shot speed, um, just different things they do. And this is what is coming from AFP analytics. The new NFL Edge stat release is certainly a welcome step in analytics, but the data is definitely limited and usability is rough. With that said, there seems to be insights gleaned. With that, let's take a look at Buffalo's Alex Tuck. From watching early games this season, Alex Tuck has looked a little off. This is where the NFL Edge stats can help provide some insight. Some of the stats that seem to provide insights are the, skate, are the skating speed distances and shot speed. Obviously, NHL season is still quite young. Sample size is an issue. However, Tuck's top speed is down nearly two miles an hour from last season. Additionally, his speed bursts are over 20 miles per hour. Of, his speed bursts over 20 miles per hour are down over one per game, and all the categories presented are down. Tuck has skated uh, 7% less per game and his top shot speed is almost 10 miles per hour slower. The shot speed is probably not something to be concerned about given the sample size. However, the skating speed probably speaks to something not quite being right. Given Tuck missed some time in the preseason and the trend, and the trend the data is showing, it appears there might be a nagging issue. That would be the team's hope because the only other explanation is age is catching up with him at only 27, which I highly doubt is the issue here. So he did have some type of injury issue in, in, in the preseason where he sat out a few games. So that to me probably speaks volumes because Alex Tuck is a guy who leaves it all out on the ice. He cares a lot. It's not for a lack of effort. Um, and, and I know me and Hurls got into this last night where we, we disagreed on, you know, effort and, uh, caring I think they both go hand in hand like if you care you're going to try if you're trying it's because you care if you're putting in effort it's because you care it's not because you, you don't care whether it's whether it's selfishly for stats and you know a future contract or it's because you you're you want to win it you care and Alex Tuck cares and I uh I would probably point to it to him probably fighting through an injury 
Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, if we look back to like the last year with Alex Tuck, even if he was kind of on a dry spell offensively, he was the guy always working hard. You at least noticed him on the ice, especially yeah. on the forecheck, moving the puck just with speed no matter what. If even if he was fighting it, this year it just seems like, again, something's off. And it's weird that, you know, it's coming from him because he's been the guy like, Dwayne, you've been toting Alex Tuck for captain since he got here, really. Yeah. He's He's been the guy that's cared the most out of everyone and really initiated the culture change here in Buffalo for the Sabres. And it, it's just so out of the blue that it would just something would just happen and it's not injury related or something. So it's got to be something there. And you got to think like at this point, just maybe take give him a couple of weeks, especially you got Benson coming in, Savoy's uh, skating again. Jack will be back in December. Like there's four spots uh, and there's guys that are willing to take those spots and work toward them. Maybe give Alex Tuck a couple weeks to go back, come back like his normal self, and get this team rolling again. Because right now, like, what's what's the point and and where we're at with him? Gotcha. And Dwayne, are you on that same boat? Where maybe we needed like a week or two off for Alex Tuck, even though it is right out of the gate um, here. If if it is an injury that he can't play through, and it's uh, honestly, I mean, it affected us last night. And there were two or the uh, the the go ahead goal was directly because of a Tuck giveaway. Uh, and the second one was or the third goal was an indirectly because of a tuck, uh, tuck play. But if it's not that I'm on the side of letting him play through it because guys like that will figure it out much like Tage Thompson, granted they're both, I mean, Tage is getting the opportunities. He's getting the shots. He's getting the chances that are just not going in for him right now. Tuck, it's just he's snake bitten. You know, he's maybe gripping his stick too hard or, to the point that I think it is, is he hurt? Is he trying to play through something? Um, I think that's a situation where um, if it is affecting his ability to, to, to contribute, then yeah, you let him rest. But if it's not, it, Alex Tuck to me just isn't a guy that you take out of your lineup. Uh, you let him figure it out and he will. Um, and especially with other players on this team too, like you're to me, you don't sit Alex Tuck if you're not sitting guys like, Kyle Ocposa, whether he's the captain or not, he is a step or two behind the play every single time he's out there, unless you're in short ice situations. Like on the rush, he's just not keeping up with the play. So captain or not, you can't, to me, tell me that you're going to sit Alex Tuck because he's struggling, but at the same breath, keep a, keep a very aging, slow Kyle Ocposa out there. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the spin zone is it's kind of good either way. Like, let's face it. I mean, he's struggling. If he's struggling, like we said, he's the kind of player that is going to bounce back. He does have that tenacity. He does have that drive. You know, he's not like someone who's going to withdraw and kind of get down in the dumps about it. And if he's hurt, then yeah, that's hopefully something that we can get better from and improve. So I'm always looking at the bright side uh, with the killers over here. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of think that's not the worst thing here, honestly, uh, regarding Mr. Tuck. Okay, but get him into it. It's been a little iffy so far. This is all I'll say. I'll lead in with this. I think the Devin Levi barometer is farther to, like, the potential mistake side than, like, this was a great, like, decision, great, like, you know, everything so far. Again, I, I think it's barely. I think it's barely that way, but but I think it's closer that way than the others so far. I mean, you're seeing that crazy play from center ice. And, again, I know this guy's playing a lot out of the gate. A lot is being asked of him. A lot is being asked of the young man. You're seeing the lack of scoring. You're seeing the lack of dynamic offense when you, you know, you thought that was something you could depend on. So I ask you both, and Gatesy, I'll start with you. Is there concern for the fan base that we could be looking at the same old Sabres here? I mean, 
I think if you talked to us ahead of the season, we knew a stretch like this was going to happen eventually. Um, and I think having it at the beginning just makes it worse because I think a lot of us just think it's going to ride the whole season. I'm, I'm going to stay optimistic that, you know, this team, they've come out of bad, bad slumps every year now, and they've, they've figured it out eventually. I'm hoping they find this slump, get out of the slump sooner rather than later. And with Devin Levi, it's something that, I think, again, over the summer, we talked about him being like a 1A, 1B situation with another goalie. And right off the get-go, they gave him the keys of just, you're you're the one, everyone else is behind you. Giving him four games off the get-go, I mean, was it? A, I think it was a bold move. I think it could have been better if he didn't get all four games, maybe. I, I, I don't know what to tell you on that front, but I think giving him a couple days, work through this lower body injury that he has, get back to it and just slowly get into it. And I mean, it's an 82-game season. We got three goalies at the moment. Just see what we got. Go from there. Not not rush the kid out the get go. Yeah, I uh, I, I completely agree with 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 uh, Gatesy there. I, uh, I I'm on a side of doing whatever, whatever, adding whatever you can to your lineup that's going to help you win. Um, I don't think we're in a position right now where we can sit here and say that this person, this player is too young. He's inexperienced. If they're going to help you win, uh, like put him in the lineup, in my opinion. And that bottom six is atrocious right now. You're getting almost virtually nothing offensively out of your fourth line. And you just can't throw Peyton Krebs back down there and think the problem's fixed. Like you just need to add more depth to your lineup. So bringing it, bringing in a young kid is going to give that to you, give that to your lineup. Then I'm all for it. Okay. I like that. So, so you're thinking not same old Sabres then. <laughs> I got to get you on record here. I, I, I mean, it's I, I, I wish those... I could say, I wish I could say yes, but they sat Tyson Jost for, for Benson tonight instead of Kyle Ocposo. Yeah. Okay. I, it's that fourth line seems to be set in stone and they can do no wrong right now. And that top, I guess that middle six is what's in flux. I, I, I don't know, but well, hopefully Benson give him a boost, but it, it does seem like the same old Sabres of having a, a slump at some point. That's just end of the world. And I'm hoping they, they become the same old Sabres and they get out of it. So hopefully that happens. All right. That, that, that mouse has got to turn that milk into butter for sure. Or milk into cream and get out of there. Uh, but speaking of something that's not the same old, we have signed a fantasy league? What is going on here? Okay, get this out of here. Uh, let's see. Okay, so if you can see here, uh, this is the Faction Sabres draft. We signed the league. The teams are Cha, Max, Jordani, Cum, which I'm told the guy's name is actually Cumrin, and uh, Khan and Dash. Okay, so that's our seven teams here. These guys draft Sabres players every single week. I mean, I even my fanhood, I don't know if I could do that every week. So with that said, this being the first week, yesterday was the first game. So obviously uh, you see Jordani with Skinner there, but this was the draft of this week. Do you see any surprises? Do you see anything that shocks you? This is just standard fantasy soaring goals, assists. This is our league. Anything that surprises you boys looking at this draft order. I mean, the one thing that sucks out to me is going into this year. I did not think you would be seeing Greenway this high. I think that's a reflection of what you've been seeing from him on the ice. This guy has been driving some offensive play for sure. So I think that's shocking going into the year, but not surprising based on how well he's played. I would expect maybe power to be a little bit higher. What do you think? What do you boys thinking? Who is stud? 
Who is stud? Is that Benson? Um, Benson? Uh, middle stud. Middle stud. Oh, mm. okay. Middle stud. Okay. Um, also known as Casey Middleseat. He's going into shotgun though early in the season. I gotcha. Um, I think I Darlene probably would have been higher on that list. He's on a point streak for the Sabres. He's, he, leads, he leads the team in points. Yeah, Darlene uh, has driven the offense so far. Um, all right, so I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna show the team rosters here, though. Uh, and so obviously, if you're not if you're following along in the audio podcast, make sure you go to uh, Twitter and follow along with the Crossing Swords Pod. Uh, but here are the teams. Do I need to make this bigger? Can I? All right, can you boys see that? Looks good to me. Okay, Tage Krebs Zemgis for Team Cha Cozens Olafson Yoki for Max. Giordani, Skinner, Power, Jost, Team Cum, who obviously we're going to be watching all season long. Middle Stud, Samuelson, Okposo, Team Con, Dalene, Paterka, and Clifton. By the way, any team with Clifton on it is just doomed. I know he was an extra player here. Uh, and then Dash has Tuck, Greenway, and hold on. Who do we got? Benson. Uh, I think that, you know, if Tuck gets right, Dash's team Dash. could be a sleeper this week. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, looking at this just makes me not like the Sabres roster as much as I liked it before. I'll be I'll be honest. Oh, no. Not the goal of the Sabres fantasy draft, but we will be taking a look at this every week. So keep an eye out for Team Cha. Keep an eye out for Team Max. Team Giordani. Come, Con, and Dash. This, that's outrageous. I, I don't know. We got to talk to the Come guy. Uh, we got to see what's going on there. But speaking of coming, hopefully the Sabres are coming into Ottawa with a purpose. And I'll tell you what. If you have any, if there's anything you get more inspired about in a game right now, not only is it the frozen frenzy with every team in action, as the Sabres are just about 10 minutes away from puck drop here, but Craig Anderson getting his one day contract today, this is an insult by the Senators organization. I feel like this was really poorly researched. The, the Sabres absolutely use this as bolt and board material. Yeah. I, I mean, they, uh, I know they're honoring him tonight, obviously. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Craig ends up being a guy. I know. You know, people are pretty, you know, opinionated about like retiring a jersey. But like Craig was with that organization for a long time. I could totally, I'm, I'm, I'd assume he probably leads the team and in, in overall win, franchise wins um, and a lot of goaltending. I could totally see them even announcing that they're going to retire his number tonight. It being a home game against a team he retired with um, or, you know, had his last game with kind of like, you know, how, um, the way they should have did Ryan Miller night was the game before against Anaheim, even though it still worked out perfectly. Um, I could definitely see an announcement like that happen tonight, especially with, you know, with Andy kind of just, you know, just getting the job as liaison with the Sabres and uh, him signing the one day contract. Wait, you can see what happening tonight. Them announcing they're going to retire his Jersey. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. hundred percent. I could see that. Okay. Depending on my guy, I am assuming he leads the franchise and overall goaltending statistic. He was there long enough and he was successful enough. So I could definitely see them, you know, announcing something like that. Yeah. I don't really understand how like curses and, and streaks work, but I, I feel like this could be something that could, you know, bust the Sabres slump that they're in a little slap in the face of, you know, this guy that they brought in to be a goaltending mentor getting honored on the road. I guess obviously against something he deserved for an organization. He kept afloat for so long. But maybe this is something that, you know, the, the hockey gods can look down on and, and maybe help the Sabres out tonight and get a streak rolling. Maybe even get a UPL shutout. I, I mean, I know we, we've been floating the idea on Twitter going from there, but I think this is a good chance for the Sabres to maybe right some wrong somehow, some way in, in the hockey world and, and get, get things back on track. 
Little factoid, I think they've played three home games so far. The score of every home game for the Senators has been 5-2. They've won two of them, and they lost uh, three two nights ago to the Detroit Red Wings. So with that said, gents, we are just nine minutes away from puck dropping out of maybe a little pregame ceremony for young man Andy. With that said, give us uh, give us your 30 to 45 second, uh, you know, what do the Sabres need to do tonight to beat the Senators? You want to uh, start off, Gates? Yeah, I mean, I just I think it just comes down to for this team to, as simple as it sounds, find a way to keep their consistent offense going. Like the other game, they they outshot uh, Montreal by by how many? They just couldn't find the back of the net. Honestly, they just need to find a goaltender that's not going to stop a puck one night and hopefully build off that momentum. Um, I, I'm hoping tonight is that night for the Sabers where they can get that, start building some momentum, but. You know, it'd be easy for them to get down on themselves after last night, only scoring one goal on what, like 40 shots. Keep that up. Keep getting shots on net. Eventually, they're, they're going to start finding the back of the net with them. I mean, they, they seem to be cursed by the, by Jake Allen, I feel like, every year. I feel like we have this conversation every year now with him. But yeah, keep it up. Keep the consistency. I mean, it's a long season. It's easy to get down on these beginning games, and especially for the youngest team in the NHL. Hopefully – they can stick with it, stick with the game plan, not blow up everything. I mean, granted, they might need to do that a little bit, but keep things going, keep the vibes up and go from there. I think that uh, adding Zach Benson back in the lineup is going to be really good. He has a lot of energy. He's like, you know, he just literally just nonstop, zero to 100 every time he's out there. He doesn't take a shift off. As you would expect from a kid who's hungry and wants to make this team, and wants to be, out, be here beyond nine games. Uh, I know he missed, he missed two games. Or one, it was two, correct? He missed two games, so um, obviously he still has. I believe that would put him at what he still has. He missed two games. There's been six played, so he has five more games still left to play. Right? Correct? Yeah, five, five. I feel, it feels like that scene in The Hangover when he's playing blackjack and the numbers. Are yeah, playing, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, so I think he has five games left to yeah, prove. We'll say five games. He has five games left to prove that. He could contribute to this team over an 82-game season, and they're better with him than without him. Um, I, I think that adding that is going to add a jump to this lineup. I'm not going to sit here and predict the Sabres win. I want to, but um, I could definitely see Zach Benson scoring tonight, getting his first career NHL goal. I definitely see it. Um, I don't. I, I would like to know the lines uh, if they put him right back with Greenway and um, – was it with Greenway and Casey? Casey, yeah. yeah, Casey. So if they go right back to the line that was working pretty well for them the first few games, or do they kind of keep things as is, keep Cousins with Casey and uh, Tage? Uh, I think it was Tuck, and it was Tuck. Um, who was the second line? Tuck. Uh, oh, it was like Tuck Olafson and. Um, no, wasn't it? Wasn't it Jay? It was Jay, JJ, JJ, JJ was JJ yeah. Olafson and Krebs on that. No, no. I can't remember. Honestly, I yeah, can't. Remember. It's all there. It's all blurred oh, now. But regardless, I'd like to see where Benson slides into this lineup. But I think no matter what, I think he gets his first NHL goal tonight. Wow. Now that's a prediction and a half. All right, folks. Well, you heard it there. We have five minutes plus till puck drop for the young man Andy ceremony. Make sure you're following these guys, Dwayne S39 and Gatesy35 on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, you know it's the show where our signals do get crossed, but our swords always are. But with game time on come coming, you know it's all about three words. Let's go Sabres.
I'm not going to sit here and yell and scream about it because I think I've done enough of that already. Let's go Buffalo.